Hello, I am Teresa, a lover of all things birth, and this is a space to come together and hear the most beautiful love stories surrounding birth. A birth story is as healing to tell as it is encouraging to hear. Come along with me to hear empowering birth journeys full of strength, vulnerability, love, and maybe a little meconium. This is Birth Addict. Welcome back, birth addicts. Today, I have an amazing hospital birth with an epidural story for you guys to hear from Jordan. But before we hear from Jordan, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Patreon. If you are interested and able to support the podcast through Patreon, you get exclusive content and perks, including shout outs, access to a private Facebook group, ad-free episodes, get a chance to share your story on the podcast, plus you get access to amazing bonus episodes where we hear from birth professionals like doulas, lactation consultants, birth photographers, midwives, OBGYNs, labor and delivery nurses, and they come on to answer all of your questions. And we have a bonus episode coming out in just a couple of days on May 18th with Heidi, who is a hospital-based doula. In this episode, we talk about what makes a birth empowering and how does doula care differ in the hospital versus out of the hospital and how to find a provider you can trust and maybe what are some red flags you could look for. Heidi goes into great detail on why you should have a birth plan and what you should include on it. And here's a little sneak peek of that. Do you recommend having a birth plan and what, kind, what things do you like to see on a birth plan? Yeah, I absolutely recommend having a birth plan, definitely. And it's not just for like going through all of your options and getting educated on all of the options that are available for you. That's also a huge benefit of a birth plan is the prep work of making a birth plan. So going through all the options, deciding what options you would like and maybe forming opinions on to why you might not want the other options that you have those opinions in your head when they're brought up to you. And then also having your birth plan to talk through with your care provider before the birth and get their perspective on everything that you are wanting and what type of birth experience you're hoping to have can really can really help just the overall conversation so that you're not just going through your appointments, show up to LMD and labor and they're like like we're not really that supportive of this type of birth you know, like it's kind of just like, whoa, you know, I didn't know you wanted this and this and that. You yeah. Know? So kind of it's a good way to open up a conversation with your medical care provider about your desires for birth. You want to hear more from Heidi? She will be on bonus episode four, releasing through the Patreon in just a couple days. Now, I want to give a very, very special thank you to Sarah for supporting the podcast through Patreon. Thank you so much. I really could not do this without you. Now we can get right into the birth story. Thank you, Jordan, so much for coming on Birth Addict to tell your birth story today. Can you start by introducing yourself and your family? Yeah, of course. So I'm Jordan. I live in Portland, Oregon. Um, I'm married to my husband, Ryan. Um, we got married in July. And our little boy, we had him six and a half months ago now, which is so crazy. It feels like it was just yesterday. <laughs> and yeah, we've just been enjoying being a family of three plus our dog or fur baby. It's just been a wonderful six and a half months. And we're looking forward to having more kids in the future. And um, yeah, we're excited. Let's get right into trying to conceive or finding out you're pregnant. Yeah, so we were not trying. 
we we were engaged and we got engaged in October of uh, 2020. Yeah, 2020. And then we found out we were pregnant um, December 2020. So not planned at all, but we were, you know, it was obviously meant to happen when it happened. So um, I um, didn't even like miss my period at all. I took a test the day I was supposed to get my period and there were two bright day pink lines and I went to go and tell my husband in the other room uh, I always thought I would tell him like a cute way but nope I just ran straight to him and I told him showed him the text and he fainted <laughs> luckily the dog bed was right behind him so he didn't like hit his head or anything oh my <laughs> god <laughs> and we immediately called his parents and they're like what what were you guys thinking and but they were over the moon and he's so spoiled by them now. And so, yeah, it was very unexpected, but we're, we were so happy. That is so fun. I love it. So did you, you ended up getting married during your pregnancy then? Yes. I was 31 weeks pregnant on our wedding day. (laughs) Wow. How fun. I love it. (laughs) Where did you want to go receive your care? Yeah. So I knew we just went to, um, just a regular, like, doctor's office and it was um the hospital where we were going to deliver all of our appointments were there so we kind of got familiar with the building and like where it go and all for like all the staff um and it was a really great experience um I had a very positive uh experience there and all the staff was super great and yeah I loved where we had all our appointments in our hospital that is so good so do you remember how far along you were for your first appointment for the first appointment I believe I was like six weeks so we found out like very very early Mm -hmm. okay so how was the first trimester how are you feeling the first trimester was a lot of um I was super nauseous and I was working and I remember that I had to like every two hours if I didn't eat something I would feel like super super nauseous I was super super tired all the time and I remember like we would just go to like the grocery store or something and I would have to come home and take a nap because I was just so tired but it was overall it was a pretty good the first trimester was pretty good and I would say that the first trimester was probably the best out of all of the three interesting okay yeah. then let's get into the second trimester what was the second trimester like for you that when I had like googled stuff as you do when you're pregnant right um for the first time um Everyone said, or the majority of people said that the second trimester was a lot better. You get your energy back. You're starting to get, you know, your cute little bump going. And that was not the case for me. I don't think I ever gotten my energy back. I probably still haven't gotten my full energy back, but I definitely um, felt a lot better as the second trimester went on. I had actually, I was working during the first trimester and then my husband was like, you know what? You're going to be a stay at home mom anyway. I make enough, just, you know, stay home, enjoy your pregnancy, take care of the dog, take care of yourself, take care of the house and just, you know, relax. And this is the only pregnancy you're going to have to like take a nap whenever you want. Mm -hmm. So just take advantage of that. And I was like, okay, don't have to tell me twice. So yeah, I just, the second trimester, um, it was definitely still had, you know, was fighting some exhaustion, but not as nauseous. So yeah, it was overall pretty good. Yeah. Did you find out the sex of the baby? We did. We found out um, uh, 13, 14 weeks through um, a blood test, and she came back and said, we're having a boy. 
And then we had our um, anatomy scan at 20 weeks. And as soon as the um, ultrasound tech put the thing on my stomach, he was bright as day. I'm a boy. (laughs) Um, So that was super, super fun to see. Yay. Did you have any feelings before you found out of whether... Like you thought so it was a girl or a boy? my family is basically all girls, and my husband's family is basically all boys. Oh. So it was kind of a 50-50. And the funny thing is, is I am a twin, and there are 13 sets of twins and three sets of triplets in my family. Whoa. Yeah. So when I was first pregnant, I was like, oh, shoot, I really hope that it's not twins. <laughs> so at my first appointment, as soon as the ultrasound tech like, was starting the ultrasound, I was like, how many? Please tell me there's only one. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my goodness, I'm invested in your future now, and I need to know someday <laughs> when you get pregnant if you have twins. <laughs> Keep me updated. <laughs> okay, so just one one little baby boy in there, and you're cruising yeah. through. So let's get into the third trimester. How was that? So the third trimester, uh, that was when I started to have a lot of um, Braxton Hicks. Super, super uncomfortable. I felt like through the whole third um trimester like his butt was right underneath my ribs mm. so whenever I would like sit I would just it would be so uncomfortable um and he never really dropped until like I was like about to push I feel like oh, um so it was just I feel like I called labor and delivery like those last like 10 weeks just like thinking I was going into labor because it was just so much Braxton Hicks wow a lot of um lightning crotch a lot of just uncomfortable pain and um we live on the third floor of our apartment so I feel like the whole third trimester I was walking up and down the stairs hoping that I would go into labor soon but nope never did (laughs) did you find anything that helped with the pain that you were feeling um I feel like I took a lot of Tylenol Mm. (laughs) um I had a lot of acid reflux I never had that until I was pregnant so just Tylenol, Tums, Tylenol, Tums all day. All day long. <laughs> all right. And then I, I just want to know, like, real quick, like, how was your wedding and everything while being pregnant? What was that, like, planning it and going through with everything? It was definitely, the hardest part was, like, the dress fitting. Um, I had to go through a lot of alterations just as my pregnancy, or as, yeah, my pregnancy went along and I was like keep in mind I'm gonna be 31 weeks pregnant so who knows like what I'm gonna be looking like um I was 10 weeks pregnant when we started like looking for the dress and all that and um we had our pregnant or we had our wedding uh in July on the beach so it was super warm um and I had like a big like poofy dress so definitely was not ideal for like a pregnancy um body but it was fine and You know, there was, um, it was kind of inside for the reception part. So it worked out. So it was good. Oh, it sounds beautiful. All right. So during your pregnancy, did you have any thoughts about your birth? Like a plan or anything? I did. I had a very loose plan. I knew I wanted um, epidural for sure. Um, I wanted to avoid an induction if possible. Uh, I didn't, I was going to, you know, say no induction unless like, you know, his life is at risk or mine. I wanted delayed cord clamping uh, if possible. And that was kind of all um, that I really wanted. I kind of had just a loose, no expectations for my first delivery. But yeah, that was kind of it. And it all went according to plan, I guess. Anything else you want to add about your pregnancy? 
It definitely was hard. Um, I guess I'm not one of those people that really enjoyed being pregnant just because I didn't really know what to expect. There's a lot of things that, you know, people don't talk about when you're pregnant. Yeah, all of my sisters, they had their babies, like, way before me. So that when I was asking questions, like, they kind of really didn't remember. Oh, no. Now that I, you know, have my baby boy now, and I know that, you know, everything that you go through during pregnancy is totally worth it. I'm so excited to have more kids and to um, just have that experience again. Yay. Okay. Difficult, but positive overall. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Then let's get into the birth. How, how did you go into labor? So I was set to be induced actually, um, on, cause I had a little bit of high blood pressure towards the end. It wasn't official, officially said that I had preeclampsia, but I was definitely showing signs of that. Okay. So they were like, my doctor was like, okay, well, let's just set an induction date for the 25th of September. And um, so on the 24th, um, me and my husband were at Costco. Mm. And I had kind of had that morning, I just felt super tired and just kind of like really, like I felt like period cramps almost in my hips. Mm. And I just kind of felt like something was different. And my husband was like, okay, well, do you still want to go? Like, it might be good to like walk around. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just go. And we were heading towards the checkout line and I had to, I grabbed my husband and I'm like, wait, like we have to like stop and take a second. And I had a really strong contraction. And so we quickly, like we ended up getting food because I'm like, well, if you go to the hospital today, if today's the day, I'm not going to be able to eat until after a baby ended up being a terrible idea. (laughs) And so, um, as we're driving, luckily we didn't live that far away. Um, I'm timing the contractions just on my phone and they're like three or four minutes apart. Wow. And so we get home. Luckily we had everything packed in the car seat, ready to go. Um, so I call labor and delivery and they're like, okay, we'll just come on in and we'll check you and then go from there. So we go in and they ended up being four centimeters Wow. and completely abased. And so they said, you have three options. You can either um, take medicine to help with the pain and go home. You can either just go home and not take the medicine, or you can wait an hour and then we'll check you again and then see what has happened or if nothing has happened, just go home. Hmm. And so I chose to just wait an hour. That was the longest hour of my entire life. So they come back in and they check me and I'm a five. So they're like, okay, let's stay and have a baby. I was so, so happy, so nervous. All I wanted was epidural at that point. Yeah, you're Uh, progressing fast, so. Yeah, super fast. All the nurses, everyone that came in, they were, all they said to me was, wow, for a first baby, you're progressing so fast. My labor was only eight hours. And so they came in and um, they're getting, you know, the IV put in the, and all that set up. And um, my husband went to go get our stuff and they come back. And the, I'm waiting for anesthesia to come in to do the epidural. And they finally get there and they set me up and doing all their prep to do it. Um, and as soon as I sat up, my um, baby's heart rate started to drop. And so they're like, okay, we need to lay you back down. And so they laid me back down and they like gave me a second and they're like, okay, let's try again. So they set me up, do all the prep. And they're like, nope, you want to lay back down again. Oh. And so they're like, we're going to try something a little different. We're going to give you the epidural while you're laying down on your side. Whoa. They said either two things will happen or three things, sorry. Either um, it'll work and it'll be completely fine. Either it'll only take to one side or it's not going to work at all. Hmm. 
And so it ended up only taking to one side while I was laying on that side. But once I got to like sit up right, it was totally fine. So I was super happy about that. So, uh, but throughout the whole labor, um, my nurse had to keep coming in and like repositioning me because um, his heart rate started to drop kind of throughout my whole entire labor. Um, and then when it came time to push, or they, they came in and they were like, okay, we're going to put a internal monitor like onto his head to kind of measure your contractions a little bit for um, just more deeper and get a more accurate reading. And so she's like, before we do that, I'm going to check you first. And so she checked me and she's like, never mind, scratch that. You're actually 10. So we're going to push now. Whoa. Wow. Did you feel the pressure at that point or anything? Oh, yeah. I actually, before they came in to um, put the monitor in, she was, um, or I called them, pushed the button. And I'm like, I feel a lot of pressure. Like I have to go to the bathroom. Um, And so she's like, and so she came in and she's like, you're almost there, but like, it's not time yet. Like you'll know when you're, when it's time. And actually when they came in to put the monitor in, I didn't really feel it at that point anymore. So it was kind of weird that like they went away, but I was actually at a 10 already. So yeah. So, um, I started to push just on my back and his heart rate started to drop. And, um, the nurse, one of the nurses said, if this continues, we might have to do a C-section. And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. I don't want that. They offered me, um, it's like a little bar that they put over the bed Mm -hmm. and they tied a sheet to it so I could like pull up onto the sheet when I was pushing and that actually made it a lot better and his heart rate wasn't dropping anymore. So they're like, okay, like we can just continue pushing vaginally. And so I'm like, cool. And so my, um, I swear there was probably like eight nurses (laughs) in the room. Um, and so I'm pushing and my husband keeps saying, um, he's almost there, he's almost there, he's almost there. And I was pushing for three hours high up. He hadn't dropped hardly at all. So I pushed for three hours. Wow. To me, it felt like probably an hour, but my husband's like, nope, it was three hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, three hours and he was born um, at 12, 11 in the morning on uh, September 25th. Um, beautifully healthy, eight pound, three ounce baby. Ooh. He was so beautiful. <laughs> Me and my husband both started crying. He came out. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. What was that moment like when you finally got to hold your baby? It was so like, like an out of body experience. Just like thinking back of like how hard it was and feeling his kicks and, um, all of his hiccups. And it was so crazy to finally be holding like the little, like, tiny thing that started out in there and now this beautiful baby that we're now holding it was so such an an incredible feeling to know that I finally wasn't pregnant anymore and and we we did it yes you did it so did you get uh some time with your baby on your chest or did they have to take him and do anything with him right away no they we got that um golden hour and they just put him on my chest and they we started breastfeeding right as he they put him on my chest and that was like such a beautiful experience and to just be able to continue to help my baby grow from my body and it was it was a a great time after right after he was born oh it sounds magical makes me want it right now (laughs) (laughs) I love that immediate postpartum with a little fresh baby well how was your stay in the hospital so right after he was born um or right after he um like right after he was born 
um, he had a little bit of a fever um, because I was, I had also had a little bit of a fever. Um, and so they had to, instead of staying 24 hours after he was born, we had to stay 36 hours after he was born to make sure that there wasn't any infection or anything. Um, and so our stay was a little bit longer, but, um, he ended up being totally fine and they just had to monitor him a little bit closely, but yeah, it was a very nice stay. Um, we enjoyed the staff that we had. We had incredible nurses, incredible doctor. I really loved our stay in the hospital. That's so good that you felt just supported and liked all your care there. That's so good. How what, how did you heal physically and like how did you feel about your birth mentally after? So right after, um, since I pushed for three hours, I thought that the postpartum, like bleeding and everything would be a little bit um, just harder to heal from, especially because it's my first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't need any stitches. I didn't tear at all. <laughs> which was, I was so, that was probably the, the thing that I was most nervous about was postpartum. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, didn't need any stitches and super minimal bleeding. Um, and yeah, it was super after, right afterwards, I think that I was just kind of like shocked and still like in awe of my baby and like my body did that. So right after me and my husband just kind of like stared at our baby for the whole time we were in the hospital and just like just in awe of how handsome and how sweet he was and he was such a great latcher and we were just like wow we have like the perfect we could not ask for a more perfect experience that is so good yeah it sounds perfect it just sounds so perfect awesome let's see anything then uh like further down the road postpartum in the first few weeks anything you want to add about that time uh so the first two weeks um, from being home, we had my um, husband's parents staying with us, which was such a blessing. I don't know what we would have done without them. They stayed um, with us and we, it was really hard because he had his days and nights mixed up. So he was just sleeping a lot during the day, but we, you know, had all the windows open and the light coming in and um, we didn't do any swaddle for nap. We did swaddle for nighttime just to kind of distinguish between the two. And we definitely had a lot of support and we had um, my husband's brother and um, our sister-in-law come and visit for a bit and just love on our new baby. And um, we had a lot of support and, you know, we just, you know, had baby during the day and we had um, my in-laws to help at night. And um, luckily I had, you know, super, a lot of help. Um, with breastfeeding, my um, mother-in-law, she breastfed all of her kids. So, you know, she was great to ask questions uh, about. And yeah, I don't know what we would have done without their help. (laughs) Wow, that's fantastic. It sounds so good. Like you just have this whole village and all this support. That's so amazing. Yeah. Well, perfect. Do you have any advice you'd like to give pregnant mamas? What I wish I would have had is, or advice I wish I would have had was, know that it's not going to last, you know, this pain and discomfort um, is not going to last. So take all the pictures, all the videos, and um, it's definitely a long journey, you know, nine months until you meet your sweet baby, but it's all going to be worth it. And in the end, you're not going to remember all the little things that, you know, can be hard about pregnancy. Yes, perfect. That's great advice. 
Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for coming on and sharing your perfect, beautiful birth story. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Jordan, for coming on and sharing your incredible birth story. Don't forget to follow at Birth Addict on Instagram and check out birthaddict.com for more pictures and behind the scenes. Come hang out with us on Patreon. It's a lot of fun over there. And I will see you guys next week for another birth story. Bye, Birth Addicts.